So I'm pretty sure it's supposed to be Magus, but I call him Magus. So I call him Magus. Magus. Magus? Yeah. Magus makes more sense, I guess. Well, it's like the the three Magi. So it's like Magus is the singular of Magi. So I thought it was. What are the three Magi? Isn't Mage the singular of Magi? Like alumni and alum. Well, not in Latin. Mm. Oh. I thought that was all Latin, but is alumni not Latin? It is, yeah. I think I poked some holes in your theory. No, alumni, alumnus. What are you talking about? Magus? That's exactly. Magi. Oh. Yes. Okay. Welcome to episode four of Rather Be Playing, the podcast where we talk about how we'd rather be playing games than opening this big box of fun that I've got to my right hand side. Go on. I, I'm, I'm not going on yet. I'm just going to leave that one hanging there for a little while. We'll get into it. All right. Uh, I'm Josh. I'm Elliot. And I'm Steve-O. And what? I can't say anymore. We'll we'll get to it. Come on, let's let's go. Let's go. Is this, is this part of your surprise later that you? It is absolutely that? part of the surprise, I, Elliot. I and I know I, you of all people I, are going to love this. I, surprise. I, I think I know what it is now. Yeah, <laughs> I have an idea now. Yeah. <laughs> let's just say, Elliot, it involves a little game that we might be playing online. Let's Overwatch. just leave it there. Oh wait, for now, you got a HTC Vive. I can't tell you anything more. Oh, no. <laughs> Not yet. God. All right. So, we'll get. We'll, <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right. Well, other than your big box of fun, Steve, how are you doing? I'm doing fantastic. I and Josh, you know who I have to thank for that. You, my friend, you put me on to what I would have to call one of the most fantastic games I've ever played in my life. You Chrono like it. Trigger. It's. It's been amazing. It, yes. it has been worth every hour that I put into it. It took me 30 hours total to to finish, and every one of them was well spent. Told uh, you so. <laughs> where, do you, where do you start I mean, with it? Well, Josh, we it was, all know where. It was a pretty easy wager to think that someone might like Chrono Trigger, Josh. In well, fairness. yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. You in know the what, year I, I, 2017... Twenty my bets. <laughs> what, 22 years after it came out? Yeah, well, I mean, you did play Super Metroid and liked it. Well, Pro Trigger uh, can drink. We'll get you to, like, more modern games, too, Sivo. That's three Super Nintendo classics in a row for you. One day, um, one day. Ho- hopefully, Backlog Roulette is kind to me. Maybe yeah. I can play something that was made in this millennium. But <laughs> yeah. uh, in all fairness, Chrono Trigger, it stands the test of time. And ch- all the ridiculous puns like that. I don't know. Where do you start with it? You start in a quaint little village with beautiful music playing. And it, it's yeah. so relaxed and it's so charming. And you get to meet your little friend, Luca. Is, Luca. 
The Elliot, Josh, you're going to have to keep me right. Every Luca. single one of these names, Luca. you're going to have to tell me whether I'm pronouncing yeah. it right Luke, or not. Luca's, Luca's good. Yeah, yeah. Luca's it's, Luca. Unless it's the Italian Lucha. Lucha. Yeah, Lucha. <laughs> could, could be, potentially. Maybe she's Italian. But <laughs> I'll tell you what she is. She is a bit of a genius. Uh, you know, she's good with You can tell her. by the glasses. <laughs> it's, it's a dead giveaway, isn't it? <laughs> Uh, yeah, she set you off on a, a bit of a fun trip. Well, it's not all her fault, in fairness. And this is another one you're going to correct me, Josh. Marley. It's Marley. It, That's how I read it the it's, whole it's time. Ma- it's, ma- it's moral. It's no, I said Marley, moral. too. It, I said Marley. It's Good. moral. Oh, no. Good, it's okay. Marley. Hang it's on. It's Look it up. Hang We're on. sticking with Marley. It's, it's, it's moral. We can check the uh, Japanese writing because that's phonetic. I know. Go ahead. Check it. Oh, no. There's no way you're right. In fairness, I'm going to be doing the majority of talking about this, so I'll call her fucking Marley if I want to, okay? All right. Marley's a dog and my my wife's old rabbit. (laughs) I guess that could be confusing for you, then. He's also an old musician. (laughs) Marley is also a free-spirited tomboy princess who takes no shit and that's actually a bit of a recurring theme with characters in this game one of the most likable qualities that all of them have is that they stick up for each other and they basically take no shit uh along the way it's a pretty coercive or coercive it's a pretty cohesive group of of, uh, (laughs) party teammates you got there (laughs) they make you like them damn it (laughs) they really do and the stories are so well told the Music fits with every single one of them. It just, uh, I, I guess I have to talk about Frog. When you mention backstories, I don't know if I have ever like played a game where I appreciated the backstory of a character as well as Frog's is told. He's Frog so, is so good. Frog is, uh, how to describe him? Uh, he's a, a well-spoken, uh, for <laughs> Shakespearean times, a yeah. well-spoken swordsman with he a tragic from, past. He is from the Middle Ages. He's he's basically been forced into this uh, life of war and life of... Uh, vengeance. Uh, vengeance, yeah, because uh, his, his best friend in the world, who always took care of him when he was a, a frail little boy, uh, gets tragically struck down and... Frog is disfigured, and the way this is all told to you, just with lines of text and beautiful music playing over the top of it, yeah. is just breathtaking. I, I cannot, I, I keep saying I can't believe this game was made 22 years ago about everything that Nintendo does. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know how I did not have this wasn't, this wasn't Nintendo, though. This is Squaresoft, so. Yeah. That's true. Can we but talk it was for only a out on Super Nintendo, wasn't it? It was, yeah, it was, it was Nintendo, only Super yeah. Nintendo. Yeah. Hmm. Can we talk well, for a second about how unimaginative the name, the character names are? You have a frog <laughs> and you name him Frog. You have a robot and you name him Robo. The main I character a, of Chrono Trigger, you name Chrono. Chrono. <laughs> <laughs> then you have Marley Magus and Luca is and a, Magus is a wizard. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's where they just dropped the ball completely. But what's Frog had a human name. Glenn? Glenn, yeah. uh, Glenn, you're a marshmallow, Glenn. I almost cried. You're a marshmallow, <laughs> Glenn. Broke my heart. That that one sentence. 
I thought it was so good. It's I'm pretty sure it was the music I, right then. That's some good. It was. Good it was the music, the music too. man. The music uh, is so good. I just want to buy everyone in the world a Super Nintendo and make them play this game. <laughs> it's so. <laughs> and, and I guess we should talk about the rest of the characters. Uh, Josh, you mentioned, or, or uh, Elliot, did you mention Robo? <laughs> yeah. So Robo is your boy again. The lad's a little naive. But he sticks up for his friends, you know? Yeah. He gets thrown in a trash chute for it. But, like, we we sorted him out afterwards, you know? It, it was all good. And <laughs> we took him along, even though he, he wasn't really sure whether he should come or not. Uh, and who else did we have? Uh, Ayla, of course, is the toughest nails chief of... Oh, female chief, should I say, of a proud uh, Jurassic tribe, I guess. Yeah. Uh, not, not quite as well-spoken as Frog. Admittedly, no. But, no, uh, not, not, not so much. But, no. it, but again, she's she's got a lot of charm. Uh, who who have I missed? Come on, help me out here, guys. Magus. I think that's Ma- oh, Magus. Magus. Uh, Magus. Spoiler alert, Josh. Spoiler aware, alert. You spoiled this on me. It's a twenty-two hour, twenty-two year old game. I for, even I, I forget you, Magus. I, I wouldn't. So yeah, the thing about it was Josh had warned me that. Oh, you're going to meet. So I was talking to him halfway through the game or however long through the game. Josh was like, oh, there's going to be one more party member. And I'm like, don't tell me that. And he's like, oh, but it's it's about it's uh, someone you've already come met. Down to, it's, it's someone you already met. And it's going to come down to a question. That's like, come on, man. I'm like, not telling sorry, you who it is, I, I, but he I has long were, silver hair. But I'm just saying. I knew you <laughs> were going to kill a long standing problem that we have with Josh. He <laughs> spoils things and he claims that they're not spoiling. Oh, that's not a spoiler I, to say that he, you met him before. That's not a spoiler to say that it comes down to a choice that you have. Of course, I knew you were going to kill choice. him. And you said you were going to kill him. <laughs> I knew I, you would do it. I was so <laughs> tempted to <laughs> kill him. I knew I what just, you were going to do. That's why I said it. Frog is my boy. He needed his vengeance and when magus asks him are we gonna fight and i'm like he's Although, gotta do this he's gotta do this for cyrus he's gotta do this for his friend that he's promised that he's gonna have his revenge i and then of course in the back of my mind i hear josh going no no it's it gonna come down to a choice and i was like would, okay nah. i guess i won't kill you I it would have been, been really funny if he had killed him anyway and then spent the next 10 hours wondering what the fuck i was talking about no i, I knew straight <laughs> up who's this guy because you spoil it sir i'm sorry i'm sorry anyway anyway let's but is that all the characters there's a few here and there you get to meet uh Chrono's mother says hello at one point. And yeah. You get to meet Sleepy She Lucas. does. She's, she may say that at the very beginning of the game. I, <laughs> I actually Spoilers. really liked uh, <laughs> Luca's dad, who is clearly the reason that she's really into inventing and creating things. He's a big, he's a big nerd as well. He, he's creating uh, armor and different guns for her. And it's just a nice little, gives you an idea of, why she might be interested in it. And then you learn a little more about it on down the line. You get a bit more of her backstory. And that was another really interesting thing for a game that came out 22 years ago. It gave me reasons to do all the side quests. Uh, And it painted the picture so much more vividly and so much more fully. It was, I, I was amazed that a game coming out 22 years ago would do that. I would have thought it was much more linear. I would have thought, it's just it's amazing how well this game has stood up and yeah. i again i just want to tell everyone to play it like 
the places that you visit, the things that you do. I'm like, I, I scribbled them down here before we started recording. You go from a quaint little village to a, a castle to a courtroom drama to a prison break to a dystopian future where no plants grow and there's psychotic robots trying to cleanse the earth of humans to the Jurassic period, to my personal utopia, where humans find enlightenment through sleep. Love it, dude. <laughs> that, that I can get on board with. Um, to uh, Haunted Castle. Okay, it's not quite a Haunted Castle, but Majesty's Castle. It's basically a, a Haunted Castle. Uh, to a Flying Fortress, to the destruction of the world, to the end of time. I, I just... Guys, I can't say enough about this game. It is just... All around a fantastic game. I'm gushing about it. It's it's brilliant. Would uh, you be interested in playing Chrono Cross now? Do you think I am actually? Uh, so I think Josh, you mentioned that it was is it's about a side character Shala. No, no, no. I mean, she's so, like sort of makes an appearance, but she's not. That's it. it, it oh, is, okay. The it's, main character, as you haven't. Yeah. Yeah, it's totally different. Um, there, yeah. oh. there. It's kind of like tangential. I don't know. So it's instead of time hopping, you're dimension hopping and it stars a guy named Surge instead of Chrono. So (laughs) it's a little different. Yeah. But I thought Shala's story actually just kind of disappeared. So when you mentioned her, I thought maybe that would have been a good place for them to pick it up. But it wasn't even tied in that tightly. It's not. Well, that's. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's. It's that's one of the things that people had issues with when it first came out was that, I mean, while the story itself and it was great overall, there's like that one little thread where everybody's like, what happened to Shala? And so, I mean, she, again, she does kind of you do find out what happens to her in Chrono Cross, but it's it's like a very minor part of the story. Yeah. So, man, you have to at least watch the CG intro to Chrono Cross because it's yes. fucking phenomenal and it's got probably the best single piece of video game music yes. ever. I, um, I, I will it, agree. And it's and it's done by the same guy who did Chrono Trigger and yeah. like the guy we talked yeah Mitsuda who we talked about before on the show. Um, when you say but, CG, was it also on uh, Super Nintendo, PlayStation no, no, One, PS One? Okay. Yeah, but, it's uh, that. That reminds me, though, with uh, about Shala. Did you ever find Janice? Uh, don't. He's he's taking the <laughs> did, piss did, out of me did, right did now. You, did you find him? Did, I, I remember <laughs> so, you asking me what happened to Janice. And... For some for some reason, <laughs> I remember the scene where he gets dropped in the middle of the forest. And Ozzy, by the way, the greatest name for a villain <laughs> in video game history. Ozzy, if that doesn't scare the shit out of you, I don't know what will. <laughs> but... It, <laughs> Janice gets dropped in the middle of nowhere and Ozzy picks him up. And I assumed that was occurring in my time or in current times. But then when I watch it back again, I, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, obviously that was Madge's and I'm a complete idiot, (laughs) which Josh likes to remind me. I do every now and again. You're going to get mad at me for the one thing I'm going to get. I'm going to make fun of you for the other thing. (laughs) (laughs) For spoilers. Uh, Josh, I I guess. The question is, are you as thankful that I put you on to Doom as I am that you put me on to Chrono Trigger? I'm so glad, though, that you loved it that much. I know, me too. I mean, it was so good. How could I not be hyped right now? Yeah. I mean, like, you loved 
Link to the Past, and not, I know we're, we're, that was a beautiful segue and I'm dragging it back. It's fine. Don't worry. You you loved uh, Link to the Past. You loved Super Metroid and about as much as I expected. And I kind of thought that it'd be a similar level of enthusiasm going into Chrono Trigger, but um, it is like it being a a JRPG and like my history with it and Josh's history with it, like it, it stands above pretty much any other in that era. And we're so glad to just, see you kind of share that enthusiasm that's fucking great I've yeah, I mean, and i guess again. as well the fact that i haven't played any other jrpgs really this and i'm not sure it's all downhill from here don't even bother <laughs> it's, it's, it was my <laughs> well, first one so yeah well i can't pretend that i'm gonna go play a lot of final fantasies and stuff after this that's not necessarily right. what this is gonna do for it's me it's a good gateway but, drug though it really <laughs> <laughs> it's a good it's a good step towards that but so sorry, where go do you go from here you go to final fantasy 3 on the super nintendo is that yep. right that's exactly. that's what i did yep the and then i would get first one's free he you, said you'll love it from too. there to final fantasy 7 I, I like six more but a lot of people will fight me on that one so. whoa 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 three is six what what just happened yes. I'm yes. so confused that's what he meant that's what he means three is three why is would six. you do that to me josh i'm trying to learn here Honestly, Steve, I'd, I'd yeah. go to 10 after 6 in terms of, like, popular and approachable. Um, yeah, 10's pretty approachable. Anyway, seven, this is, yeah, this is right. nonsense, and I've already said I'm probably <laughs> yeah. not going to do this. And I'm, As you both know, I'm not a big fan of reading, so I probably need to get back to Western RPGs at some point. <laughs> hold, on, hold on, i got to change my backlog roulette game. <laughs> all right steve potentially, potentially back to a good linear uh first person shooter like he's segueing again doom perhaps doom uh the first one was much better you ruined it I so uh ruin it. elliot ruined it <laughs> <laughs> so yeah i finally did finish doom um i did have a lot of fun with it it was uh it was fun as hell uh, oh, I see uh, what he did there. Did uh, you plan that out before the show? Did you I, think I could? Sh- how could I, I? I did. I did. But I honestly probably would have said it anyway, just because it's such a common phrase. So, um, yeah, anyway. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I, I played through it and I did it on a ultra violence difficulty, which is the I guess the highest one you can choose at the outset. Once you beat it, I think it unlocks like two more ridiculous ones, which I I honestly have no desire to go back and play it again. I mean, it was it was fun. It's a nice linear experience. I really enjoyed the gunplay because it's just so frantic and ridiculous that you're just constantly jumping and strafing and shooting everything in sight, just trying not to die. And oh man, it's so on the, fun. On the mode, everything was killing me in like two or three hits. So I just was just I had to constantly do the glory kills in order just to stay alive, which is fine. It's a nice way to one get a couple seconds of invincibility and two it, it's a, also like breaks up the action so you punch the guy and then just you're back to running around killing everything yeah it is pretty smart it gives you an idea it gives you a, a couple of seconds to scope out who else is around who mm-hmm. you got to kill next and wh- yeah. work out whether you need to switch guns which is something that doom does that not that many first person shooters do which is really requires you to use all the different guns in your arsenal because you run out of well, it's so frequently and because well, there's so many different types of. So you say that. <laughs> so one of the th- one of the it's not really an issue so much as um, just something that kind of happens if you're looking for all the secrets and things like that. So one of the rune trials gets you a a, a perk that after you if you maintain over 100 armor, you have infinite ammo. 
And if you level that up, <laughs> you, you you can also get uh, if you have more than 75 armor, then you have infinite ammo, which, yeah, once you have that, <laughs> um, you just put that on with and then you get the micro missiles attachment for the assault rifle and you just hold down right click the entire time <laughs> and left click the entire time you're playing game beaten. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I mean. Uh, I mean, the thing was, is I guess maybe, my, maybe it was just because of my, the difficulty I was on. But like after two hits, I'm back below 75 or 100 armor. But yeah, that's for the most part, unless I was switching to like the shotgun or something, you know, I'm basically just trying to punch guys to get my armor back up so I can go back to using infinite micro missiles. Pretty which, smart. If you're playing it on highest difficulty, I guess you got to do that kind of thing. Yeah, I mean, it was it was still fun. I mean, it's still kind of ridiculous because you're still trying to dodge everything, even though you're kind of killing everything relatively quickly but remind us about the story again what story there is a bit of a story <laughs> and the good thing about it is there is no story well, <laughs> so, somebody, so, tra- somebody tries to tell you a story <laughs> and you tell them basically to you know jog on take it, take it elsewhere yeah <laughs> so yeah so yeah there's the story the story is like okay you're on a mars base they were tapping into hell's power in order to i don't know get power uh, basically it's infinite, the infinite power of the cloud. I mean, hell. And so, um, yeah. And so you're doom guy and doom guy does not give a shit. Uh, basically every time someone's name, telling him, Josh, doesn't he? No, he doesn't. That doom, doom guy. guy. His name is doom oh, guy. Doom yeah. Marine. Isn't it doom Marine? It's doom guy. Anyway. Doom guy, okay. Um, <laughs> and so Josh, <laughs> every time like someone tries to tell you anything about the story, your basic your first reaction is to punch the thing that's talking to you or punch the thing they just told you not to punch or flip and, them off or <laughs> yeah, that's too. I mean, I, I I'll admit at the beginning I liked it, but then I about halfway through the game I'm like, okay, it's it's kind of getting old. I just want to shoot things now. <laughs> I don't even yeah. I don't even care that he doesn't care anymore. Just get me to the next point where I shoot things. So. Yeah. It's an interesting idea and I don't mind it, but after a while I'm just, okay, whatever. Uh, so I've only played a few hours of it and every time I play, I forget the reload button and it's happened so frequently <laughs> that I'm thinking there is no reload button. There is no reload button. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's a great, <laughs> I love that because it's, <laughs> you shoot it's, until, so it's, it's about doomed. shooting and killing and it's like, take out everything that could possibly stand in between you and shooting and killing even yeah. the reload button I mean, if, animation. for weapons like the shotgun that 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 do need to reload then okay there's that but it just happens automatically in between each shot it's not like it's not even a re- like, that's just like a cock like you just recock it like no well for the, sh- the regular shotgun eventually you get a double barrel shotgun where it takes a second for the guy to go and talk and put two oh, rounds in cool. but it's it's still relatively quick so um that's but yeah so it's just awesome the entire game is just running and shooting. I, I do like that they kept a lot of the they kept the secrets thing in there. Yeah, um, it really kept you in a level for longer than you needed to be there after you'd finished the main. Well, uh, and the thing objective. the thing is is like after at the at the end of uh, I think it's like at the end of like level four or something they introduce uh, getting weapon upgrade points for killing enemies and there's so there's five points you can get and if you kill all the enemies in a level you get all five points. So basically, I would just kill everything wait for the little fifth star or wherever to, to ding and then go back and run around the level a million times trying to find all the secrets I missed. Yeah. Um, which actually reminds me of another thing that I did every single time was I was not very cognizant of power ups. <laughs> so like I'd usually finish a fight and then look up and be like, Oh, there's a quad damage there. 
I tried to explain that to you while you were uh, Twitch streaming that one time. I was like, look above you. There's a quad damage there. Well, I know you did. But I mean, and every now and again, I'd be like, oh, yeah, I see that. But every most of the time, I would just... I'm just too busy worrying about the guys trying to shoot me and me trying to kill them that I'm not really looking for the power up so much as just trying to scramble to somewhere else to go. <laughs> I don't know how you could kill all of them without using the power ups. Uh, patience and also infinite micro missiles. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I. The other things about Doom that really stood out for me were music and sound effects, though. The music. There's, there's so. The music is amazing. It's just hardcore death metal or yeah. I'm not sure exactly what you would call it really loud screaming guitars yeah. but that that first uh, the it must be the end of the first mission is it where you just pick up the shotgun you walk into the elevator and the music cuts out all yeah. quiet and he just reloads the shotgun just yeah. as the elevator doors open and the music kicks in again yeah. and it's perfect it, it just hypes you up for the rest of the game it, it, it was a pretty good moment I I the sound, so the sound effects, uh, but everything was great. I mean, it, it, shotguns sounded like shotguns. Everything felt like it had weight. It was, it was great. The, I really enjoyed the music, but the problem was, I, I'm not entirely sure how much variety there was in the music because <laughs> yeah. when I'm when I'm in the middle of a fight, the last thing I'm paying attention to is how how the music sounds right now. I'm yeah. currently I'm scurrying every direction, trying not to die. <laughs> so I noticed that like at, at the start of a fight, you'd walk into a room and then it's just like, yes, time to blow some stuff up. Oh yeah, okay, it does do the hype, the hyping up. Yeah, I'll admit that does happen. That's usually also the cue is like, oh, this room has a fight in it. Go. <laughs> yep. but uh yeah it was, it's a lot of fun i finally get, beat the damn thing after putting it off for so long final boss was it's actually kind of disappointing the final boss yeah it was, okay. it was just surprisingly kinda, easy i guess it was just a bullet sponge it wasn't necessarily hard it just took forever yeah. to kill so uh yeah and i did yep. like that the game had a bit of variety as well that it had the what what did you go uh, the challenges uh, yeah. Oh God! Screw the rocket launcher one. Holy crap! That took me forever. You like, that wasn't you the one that took me forever. The one that took me forever was the one where you only had one health point. Yeah, this that was one, one of those two. You had one health point and rockets. Ah, and okay, maybe you basically that couldn't die or couldn't get hit, and you couldn't hit yourself with a rocket. So it was just, ah, uh, yeah. That one. That one took me forever, but I finally got it done. I said I missed. I did a pretty good job collecting all the secrets and stuff in the game. I. I don't remember what my final total was, but I would say probably at least like 80%. So nice. I think it got most of them, but, uh, I yeah. would also, uh, recommend you check out the, there's an arcade mode just for jumping in, playing at a, a level as quick as you can with as many kills as you can, with as much variety as you can. And uh, like they a, rank you. It's a leaderboard thing. Potentially we could all jump in and play each other. I can uh, give that a shot. I'll see, I'll see what that's like, a, I guess forfeit if we could come up with one <laughs> although i'd probably lose so maybe usually, we don't want to do that i'm usually never much of a fan of time trial stuff but i can give it a shot so uh oh and one one last note i would tell you about it i highly recommend checking out uh you know danny dwyer who used to write for GameSpot. Uh, he Vaguely. used to do doc documentaries as well he had a couple of uh good shows that they would do weekly or whatever on GameSpot and He's got a, a new site. He did a Patreon for it. It's uh, no clip. Uh, he did Makes a sense. documentary <laughs> about how Doom was made, what mm. Doom 4 was going to be, and how it became Doom, as we know, as you just played. 
and it's really really interesting it's fantastic watch it's about an hour long and it goes through everything from how they went back to the old style doom just killing everything simple as possible (laughs) and the the same old enemies that you would recognize but obviously upgraded for the modern day and uh music Touches it's on good, everything. It's great. It's, de- it's definitely a good move. I remember playing like a little bit of Doom Three back when it came out. Not not a whole lot, but it was. Yep. They kind of went the fear route with that game, with just you know. Yeah, it was a- not not survival horror, but just trying to make it scarier. So than it was jump scares shooting. left and yeah. right, and and shitty mechanics like you couldn't equip your flashlight and a gun at the same time. That's right. Yeah, I, I remember, remember, I getting remember that. that three hours into it, and then just getting lost. Not yep. knowing where I was meant to go next, and I was like, "If this is gonna happen again in the game, probably don't want to be playing it." Yeah, and it came out around the same time as Half Life Two, so it was like, uh, yeah. "Well, bad timing." I'm just gonna go play this then. <laughs> Could play Doom Three or Half Life Two. Yeah, yeah uh, but but that's uh in the in the meantime, I also managed to finish another game, and so did Elliot. Apparently. Um, a little fun jaunt through the wilderness, if you will. Oh, I thought you were talking about Axiom Verge here for a second. No, that's <laughs> which that's, you that's also happened to finish. I did. We'll talk about that one later. <laughs> Josh, future future all episode. The games. That's insane. <laughs> Axiom Verge is great, though. Speaking of like Metroids and Metroidvanias, and uh, it's hard, but we're. Not I'm dying to play it. I'm actually going to pick it up on a on a PSN uh, sale whenever I can. And it's on sale should- now. Get it? Is it That's ten? I bought it. Ten dollars. I think it was. I think it was eight. It's no, never. I think. I think it hasn't been below ten because I'm never going to go under ten. Maybe it was ten, yeah. but it was worth it. So you should buy it. it and- you should. You should. Like I've read the story of the developer and like how and why he did it, and it's so heartbreaking. <laughs> and I was like, oh man, <laughs> I have to buy it now. It's like this one guy he did it all all himself for like his kid. And I don't know if his kid, I can't remember now if his kid was sick or if his kid like he wanted to inspire them or something like that. Anyway, it was super sweet. And um, uh, and we will talk about it next we'll time. We'll talk about maybe. it all later. I'll pick it up right now, Ellie. Will that make you happy? <laughs> it will. It will. It's for a good cause. Too, <laughs> I guess we'll roll back into the game that we were meant to be talking about. Since there. every segue we're doing today seems to be falling short. Because Elliot. Of- Elliot. <laughs> Elliot actually finished a game this week. I we we should really we should acknowledge this. But not on, the Josh. one he was supposed to. But not the one he was supposed to. <laughs> but, but, no. but hey, I think this is the first game I finished during the tenure of this podcast. Yeah, you well, beat a three-hour-long game. Congratulations. Yeah, I, 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 I still haven't finished <laughs> Metroid Prime. I still haven't finished The Last of Us. But I made progress. I actually played some today. Um, you you played The Last of Us today. Yeah. How much of it did you play? I usually play like 30, 45 minutes at a time. Was that to poke me in the eye or or why exactly haven't you been playing The Last of Us? You play it 30 minutes before you come on. You should be ashamed of yourself. It's, it's the greatest game ever, Elliot. How many times do I have to say this? Chrono Trigger was fun and all that. Super Metroid. Great, great crack. But none of them are The Last of Us. You just change your he tone just jumps so in every now and again to remember that the main character's name is Joel. Joel, that's right. No, it's (laughs) it's it's really good. It just takes so much out of me emotionally and and physically that like when I finally get around to being able to play a game like at the end of the day, uh, 
The Last of Us is just too much to 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 dig into. I usually want to just unwind yeah. with Rocket League or something lighter, such as Firewatch, which is what we all played. <laughs> For um, the third segue. Firewatch was a little heavy at times <laughs> as well. Yeah, um, it was it was heavy, but there was no like combat. There was no Yeah. Um it, it was purely story based. It reminded me a lot of Virginia, if you guys have played that much. I have not. I haven't picked it up yet. It's but pretty much the same thing. Like the first list. person, entirely story based, um, remote locations. Too much. Wait, should we take a break first and then get into well, Firewatch? Let's, let's, let's just talk about talk that game a little bit about Firewatch. Yeah, what, okay. what so is look, it about? So, Tell us the premise so, here. Um, you are a uh, like a middle aged man who has taken up a job as a uh, it takes place in like the late seventies, early eighties. And you, you take a job as a, a, I don't know what you'd call it. Like a, I think it is a fire watch. They put you up in a tower for the summer, the driest and hottest season. And in the middle of a, a national park, he's mentioned it's a, it's a two day hike to get there. It sounds like it's somewhere in Wyoming or Colorado. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and he's up there and, Weird shit starts to happen and your entire um, interaction is with this woman who is in another tower that you can barely see kind of on the horizon and it's through walkie talkie. But the the conversation between you two is pretty much all like the the, the vehicle for character development of, of your guy. But the dialogue's so good. It's like really they, good. Ma- yeah. they, they made it's the really characters well yeah. really real. Um, and the guy who plays the guy who does the voice of Henry, I can't remember his name off the top of my head, but he's the he's he was he did like Mad Men. He's been in a bunch of other things too. Like he's an actual actor. Yeah. <laughs> who is it in Mad Men? He's a uh, he's a uh, he's not one of the main characters. He's one of like the secondary characters. Yeah. Um, he was just in something else I was watching the other night too. Uh, American Gods. He's in that as well. It's rich, rich summer. Rich, rich, rich summer. That's a, no rich summer is his name. In, like in real life. And no, nope, totally Men, different he, guy. Not the guy I was thinking of at all. He's Harry. He's Harry. <laughs> it's Harry. It's Harry Crane. Crane. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Never mind. Yeah. He, he was also in L.A. Noir. He was. Well, a, wasn't he a no, barman no, no. in L.A. Noir? He was a barman. No. He wasn't the main character. Elliot. No, no. He was a barman in one of the in one of the quests. Are you telling me he was a barman, Steve? It's, it's it's not him, Steve. Is he a barman? Steve, I I know who you're thinking of. It's not him. Okay. Well, while Elliot's looking that up though, the dialogue between the two characters, like they make the everything sound like it's it's it flows very naturally. It the, the conversations just sound like they would be actual conversations you'd hear in that scenario. Yeah. i I don't think I've ever played a game that the voice acting was as good. They're both so real, so natural. It, the banter, as you say, is so back and forth. It's perfect. Um, are you thinking of... He's still on that? <laughs> okay, so these are the two guys I think you're confusing. Oh, I think you're right. <laughs> He's on the ball. <laughs> so the guy on the top is the voice of Henry. Which is I, that's the guy I, I know. And you're thinking of Paul Kinsey, who is you're right. the other guy. Okay, gotta hold my hands up and say, Elliot's right. <laughs> Let it be said. I've got it on tape. <laughs> uh, I, I really thought, uh, so Firewatch, it's by the Campo Santo guys, yep, which yep. are uh, they're the Idle Thumbs 
podcast, famous for that. Uh, the I thought it kind of said a lot about them that they were able to. This was their first game, and it was very narrative driven, very well, heartfelt, very the first game together, like as Campo Santo. Yeah, Sorry, of course, they've all worked on games. Yeah, yeah, they all worked at different places. Telltale, Bethesda. Uh, what's what's the other big one? This episode is brought to you by Idle Thumbs. <laughs> <laughs> but they're they're interesting dudes, I, and obviously that was where I heard of it in the first place. You know, yeah, listening to Idle Thumbs, and they were talking yeah. about it coming out. So I was I was always going to buy it, always going to check it out. And I know a few people were a little disappointed with it, mainly because of the ending, which obviously we'll get to. We'll have a little talk about it in more depth, spoiler wise. Uh, but I I. It kept me gripped the whole way through. Yeah. I wasn't disappointed at all. It didn't but, overstay its welcome. It was it was right. exactly the length it needed it to be for what it was. Um, yeah. I thought it was really well paced. The, for me, this is the perfect length of a game. It's How long did it take you to finish it? Like, I wasn't paying hours? much attention, but I would have guessed hours? like Not four even. hours or so. It was, yeah, I wouldn't say it was more than five. I, I just I did it over two days, two playthroughs, two... Uh, sessions yeah yeah ideally every game that i play would be between four and eight hours and it would just keep you keep you thinking keep you engaged keep you uh well ideally you just you just played a game for 30 hours that you said you loved every second of though (laughs) i know but it doesn't mean (laughs) i want to go back and replay it or follow that up with a game the same length i actually need a palate cleanser more like a firewatch or more more like Maybe even Virginia, I believe that's what, 25 minutes or something. I think it's about the same length and it's it's so similar. I think um, it, it really reminded me of it. There's there's no combat. There's um, just exploration in, a, in an open area and a lot of dialogue, but there's no spoken dialogue. That is a difference. Just remember yeah. that. Um, actually, there's no written dialogue either. It's all contextual and gestures and interactions. Man, what's really the there's there's another one that came out recently that I was looking at. It's it's like a house in the in the mountains. What became of Edith Finch? Maybe that's it. I feel like there's another. Maybe that is it. I have to take a look. But yeah, there there's one that like another kind of like walking simulator type game that looked interesting that I, I was gonna check out at some point. Yeah, I I, I, I want to play that one. I've heard a lot of good things, and I think you guys should try Virginia. It's a really quick one. Yeah, yeah. We'll take a look. We're going to start to get into spoilers here, so we'll table the rest of this discussion for the end of the episode. And for now, we will take a break and uh, and come back in a minute here. And we are back. What's going on right now? Steam sale, right? You guys okay, getting so- anything? Oh, my wallet. My poor wallet. So as of the recording, it's day one of the summer sale. Um, I didn't really see anything jump out at me too much. Um, but I personally, there hasn't, I don't know. I usually wait till games are really cheap, like 15 bucks and under. And yeah. it's these days, it's oftentimes like old PS3 era games that are like now on PC and there's no system that plays there's no modern like PS4 doesn't have backwards compatibility. Yeah, so I've got a good example of one of those actually. Uh, yeah. Binary Binary Domain is up there for five bucks at the moment, and I've heard it's just a bit of a fun shooter. 
Yeah, and, I've heard good things. Yeah. Uh, Waypoint Radio are doing, uh, not to plug another podcast again. <laughs> Listen to every other podcast. <laughs> are, are doing a book club thing about it. So I'm, I'm interested just to play it and listen along, see what people are saying about it. It's meant to be a bit of a fun shooter. And that's why I picked it up. So yeah, you, exactly. You a good one just to play when you get home in the evening and don't want to dig into something too difficult and too time. Yeah, like Last of Us. don't my poor heart (laughs) so do you have binary domain already on ps3 i have oh i think it might have been uh uh, ps plus because i think i do okay yeah 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 i think you're right but yeah that's what i find myself just purchasing games i already have on ps3 or 360 because you don't play want to play on a PS3. <laughs> and i and i just want to have it on something that will be backwards compatible forever yeah you know? and that's yeah um so nothing nothing really jumping out uh the other the other one that you mentioned elliot was virginia it's only two dollars fifty at the moment so i was thinking i'd pick that up play it through pretty nice. quick we can all chat about it Josh, oh, yeah, have take- you played it yet no, I could. T- I, I honestly, I had never even heard of it until Elliot mentioned it. So I'll have to take a look. Might be worth taking a little look at. Yeah, it's, it's... for two fifty, sure. I mean, I'm I'm getting Pony Island. Well, actually, so actually, while we were recording, one of my friends sent me a copy of Pony Island because he's like, "Don't buy it. I already have a copy. I can send it to you." So what is, <laughs> what is... so what is Pony Island? Island? It's not what it sounds like. <laughs> Pony Island is one of those like, I don't want to say escape room games, but the it's kind of the same sort of interface type thing. So the thing is, is you've got a computer in front of you that has a game on there called Pony Island. And then weird shit starts happening. Like as you start and you start getting into like the computer and finding out what the hell's actually going on stuff like that. It's just kind of like a weird mind trip game type thing. It's it's pretty basically the extent of my knowledge about it, but it's not about an island filled with ponies. (laughs) Oh, wow. And Dishonored 2, Josh, you said that it's down to, 20 bucks. I might have to pick that up. I really enjoyed the first Dishonored. I played it on uh, PS3 and really enjoyed the trophies in it. I haven't platinumed it yet. <laughs> but it's, I thought you were going to say like something about the game. I really yeah. enjoyed the the game, the game was shit, but great. holy damn those trophies. Oh the, my god. The game, yeah, great the game was fantastic, but it was made a little frustrating by seriously slow load times on the PS3. Uh, or wait, yeah. sorry, the PS4. Um, oh, you've been saying PS3 this whole time. Sorry, I meant the PS4 remaster. Okay, okay. okay. That, what was that in the PS4? Yeah, that had that had bad uh, load times. I remember the load times were disastrous, but uh, it's it's an amazing game. And I played the first playthrough. I did full stealth and no kills, which was really fun way to play it. Yep. And the trophies are created in such a way that you play a second through, uh, second playthrough all guns blazing and yeah. uh but basically not using all the skills uh so i might be tempted to do that at some point but dishonor 2 i'm thinking this time do it right pick it up on pc and and play through with uh an ssd loading those levels uh, <laughs> yeah. i'll probably appreciate it a bit more you know yeah i play i played the first one on pc and really enjoyed it i did full stealth as well 20 bucks I'm not that much of in a rush to play it. As much as I enjoyed the first one, I can still wait, hold off a little bit. So, Holy but shit. maybe if- that was our game club game. Yeah, was just, I, I know. know. Yeah, it was. <laughs> and, and, and no I was the only one to beat it during that time. And then Steve beat it later. <laughs> so, it was yeah. you, me, uh, it was the three of us plus Abel and like Mike. someone else too, Mike Gray. 
Yeah, yeah. It was my so yeah. five of us. Um, and it took us a good two weeks to all find a game that we all had hadn't played and were willing to play. It was such a, a perfect game as well. You expect. Why it didn't we play it? Fit. Yeah, I don't I mean, know why you didn't it. play it. I played it. <laughs> <laughs> the only one who played it was Josh. Sorry, Josh. Josh will play anything. <laughs> it's Destiny all over again, although this time this time. <laughs> although this time it was a good game. That's literally Ooh, what I said. But yes. Shots fired. <laughs> Destiny fanboys are coming for you, Steve-O. <laughs> but uh other than uh other than that uh i'm looking at uh evil within because honestly i i could use a good survival horror and after e3 evil within 2 looks pretty interesting so i might as well see what the first one's all about um yeah. shadow of mordor i've i've heard mixed things about it but it's four bucks for the whole thing so i'm all yeah right, you I'll said a it's shot. a game of the year edition that yeah, has game- got to be some kind of just misprint on steam so pick it up as soon as you can game, I, yeah. I might have to because but uh yeah. i've seen them good. do that with the time that we picked up uh oh, oh i should check i should check it, sleeping dogs elliot do you remember i picked up oh three yeah copies of it, it was like five because bucks they had, yeah they had accidentally put it up for three dollars sixty or something like that and oh, what nope, a fantastic it, game well worth yeah three dollars sixty here i'm gonna i'm gonna, I'm gonna, put, I'm gonna push these through now i might as well just gonna pick them up now because it still says four bucks so <laughs> yeah get on it that's so sorry what, what what was what game was that again uh shadow of mordor shadow of mordor yeah i got that on ps4 back when i got the ps4 and i needed something to play on it and All it right, was done good enough at the time i don't know if i mm-hmm. get it again so i also picked up kingdom of amalur reckoning which i played a bit of it before it was a lot of fun it's got some flaws but it's like it's that's Kurt Schilling's game. Yeah, the one game from what was it nine eight nine studio? No, not nine eight nine. No, no, no. So, it was his jersey number. 30, 34 studio. I don't I don't know what it is. What? Anyway, but the game it's a lot of fun, but it's a really I don't know, it's it's not polished isn't the right word, but it never took off. It's like uh it's almost like a single player MMO type game, but it's just I don't know. It's it's a fun, mindless game, so I might give it a, give it another shot. I think I played all of fifteen minutes of it. The controls felt good. Shooting yeah. arrows was fun and a little bit of the hand-to-hand combat. But uh, when I got into the first conversation, it was so bland. I could only think, oh, yeah. what, it's, it's not, what it's would not I a, be doing playing this when I could be playing a real Western RPG? It's not a game for the story. But I mean, yeah. to be fair, a lot of Western RPGs don't have great stories either. <laughs> so I've been, I've been waiting for that collector's edition to come down to a good price. And so that's what I'm thinking about, too. I've got FF10 remaster on PS3 again, as I mentioned. I don't play my PS3 anymore, so twelve bucks on Steam is tempting as well. Oh, and you could platinum like platinum it like I did. Not on Steam. Well, oh, I guess whatever. You same thing. Can. They have get all. It's get not all the, the same trophies. thing, guys. I gotta say, same Sony thing. something about it. Uh, uh, Those dishonored trophies. Game is shit, but great trophies. Actually, guys, you know what it was? It was the only single-player game that I ever platinumed. Metal what is Gear it? Solid Five. Boom. That's the difference. The, the amount of effort that I actually put into that, the satisfaction that I got for that platinum trophy, something changed. Something changed in my <laughs> tiny little brain. It awakened something in you. <laughs> <laughs> well, it didn't really, because I haven't got one since. <laughs> but in theory, it did. As long as I'm having, have one for as Rocket as I'm... League, I'm sure. Yeah, but not single player. That's what I was saying. Ah, uh-huh. right. 
as long as I'm having fun I, I and the trophies aren't monotonous, like I love the Uncharted games, but I'm not going to sit there and kill 45 guys while hanging from a ledge to get that. I fucking right. did that. And it was so worth I it. I did that. <laughs> it was totally worth it. But I it was so annoying. No, no. <laughs> I broke not doing for it. For Uncharted 1, uh, crushing mode with the remaster, I broke a PS4 controller <laughs> doing that. Really? <laughs> yes. It was very frustrating. Yeah. I Uncharted 1 is different, though, because you unlocked shit in the game by doing those things. Also, I broke really? two controllers, uh, platinuming Metal Gear Solid 5. Both of them, <laughs> the right trigger. Thumbsticks. And, oh, that was right. And, and get this, trigger. the worst thing about it was I broke it because when I was sneaking up behind someone and choking them out, I was tapping the right trigger. You know the best part about it is? You don't even need to tap it. You can just yeah. walk up and hold it down. Josh told me that after I was complaining about having broken a second controller. <laughs> oh, like, believe me, I thought about breaking a third one right then and there. <laughs> 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 anyway, so this isn't like us. We're not picking up that many things on Steam, not yeah. adding to these backlogs. Uh, I guess I guess I it's know. time to start chipping away at them again, yeah? Yeah. What's Should the best way to a, do that? Do <sighs> the that? only way. <laughs> All right. Okay, lads. Who's who's up first? All right, backlog roulette time. I'll go first again. Why not? Good, good. So, I'm not entirely sure about the one I've chosen for myself, but I figure I will at least give it a shot. So, I'd rather be playing Assassin's Creed. Oh no! The first one. I want to see what I want to see what all the fuss is about. Oh, that just sounds painful. Says it's 15 to 18 hours on how long to beat. I figure why not? I'll give it a shot. I'm not going flag collecting or any of that bullshit. I'm just going to try and beat the game. So, okay, are we not? False started about 100 times and never got anywhere. As far as I remember, we're not allowed to choose the same game as last time. Yeah, we just correct. We made it. We made a gentleman's agreement not to. Not picking the same game. So, all right, who's up next for me? More interesting. All right, Josh, for you, I have chosen in anticipation of one of the games showcased at E3, God of War. Which one? The first one? Yeah. Well, we'll start at the that. beginning. God, you're going to make me break out the PS3. I got. I have the I, collection. I guess so. Yeah. All right. I have, oh, no, it's I on. Have... It's on. It's on Vita as well. God of War one is on Vita. Yeah, I don't maybe. have it. I don't have it. So. Well, I have it on. Uh, I have it on PS3. So choose your poison. All right. Oh, okay. I did. I started it once. I did like the first level, I think. But whatever. Okay. I think you'd really like the hardest mode, which you don't unlock until you beat it. But God mode, I think you. It's it's like a really good, challenging, fair, hard mode. Okay. Maybe I'll take it. I'm not probably going to play it twice, but whatever. I'll, I'll I'll give it a go. It's a quick game. Yeah. Okay. All right, Stevo. So what have we got for Josh? Josh. I have got the original Mass Effect for you. Did anyone so, pick that for you last time, man? Did we pick no. that last time? No. no, we didn't. No, nope. we didn't. Oh, b- because it's like 60 hours long. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> Josh will get through it. I I've believe got, in you, Josh. I've got a trip. I'm not going to have this done by the next one. I'll tell you, you are. I, Actually, I bet you will. At the time, but, At the time that this episode airs, Josh, we will already be in Asia. Yep. So you will be back and you will have two weeks <laughs> after you're back to finish Mass Effect. And two weeks if I know finish Mass if Effect. I know Josh, I believe he can beat Mass Effect in two weeks. Okay, you tell me. You can you can tell me no right now if no, you want it, to. It, 
It's can I can I get can I set it up with controller? Uh, no, no, it's not. It's very controller unfriendly. Of God all damn. three Mass Effect games, it's the one that's like fuck you, controllers. <laughs> at, at least, it, at least it was at the time. But they did. So the PC version doesn't play well with controllers for some reason. Even I'm about though to say, there is Xbox a console version. version. Yeah. Oh, it's, hang it's on, really hang on. Weird. Stop, stop the presses right now. Uh, Steam has got controller support now. So I know that, but map. it still depends on how it works, how it's all yeah. configurable. You're, so. you're a smart boy, Josh. I'll, I'll figure it out. It's, I mean, it's 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 a massive keyboard game usually for me, so I'll figure it out, but whatever. All right. Okay. First so, game. So if I roll a one, I get Assassin's Creed. If I roll a two, I get... Uh, what the hell did you say, Elliot? I said God of War. God of War. And then if I roll a three, I get Mass Effect. All right. Those are some classics right there. Oh, I'm playing Assassin's Creed, apparently. Oh, no! We're not going to have to talk about that, are we? Oh, yeah. Can, you just, can you just it. talk about that on a different podcast? No. no. <laughs> Sorry, man. <laughs> All right, well, I'm punishing myself, I guess, a little bit, but we'll see. You're punishing <laughs> us, <masochist>. too. <laughs> and you, yes, I'm going to talk in detail about it. I'm going to go into the, to the lore. Okay. Yes, that's a great callback <laughs> to our first episode. <laughs> all right okay. Elliot, you're up okay i um have been also inspired by steve-o's 16-bit um uh adventures recently and i realized that there's um there's a sequel to <laughs> and this is i feel like this is stupid because it's a game in a series that i already have on my backlog that i haven't finished but I'm going to do this one anyway. Um, I picked Metroid Fusion for myself. It's the only 16-bit <laughs> Metroid that I haven't finished. And uh, I want to get that off my backlog. And it's something I could play on the 15-hour flight to and from Japan. How many Metroid okay. games are you going to have in your backlog? Yeah, you're, you're embarrassing yourself, man. <laughs> All these unplayed Metroid games. <laughs> oh, for shame. <laughs> well, no. At least you can play this one while you're traveling. By the time episode six rolls around, you've got Metroid Prime to beat, Metroid Fusion to beat, and The Last of Us. <laughs> it had, this has got a good shot. I've got a good shot at this. If a one in three chance. All right. Well, for you, Elliot. Oh, God. Yeah, I might not even get it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I really built that up for nothing. Um, so, Elliot, for you, I've picked uh, Valiant Hearts, The Great War. Oh, man. So, lovely little. Lovely little game. You probably beat it in like six to eight, maybe ten hours. Maybe at most. I've wanted probably to play that for so long. Have you heard the? Speaking of, let's just advertise other podcasts on this from now on. But the, <laughs> the, um, history, uh, what's it called? The D- Dan Carlin's Revisionist, um, Revisionist History, Hardcore History. Oh, Hardcore History. Okay, yeah, yeah. Hardcore History. Uh, Dan Carlin did this six episode segment on World War One, and I, I listened to it and. I wanted to throw up and sob most of the way through it. It's so like, yeah, Valiant Hearts sounds like um, there might there might be some sobbing involved. A great um, companion to that. All right, Steve. Yeah. Uh, Valiant Hearts is a great choice for him, Josh. Uh, I played that one myself recently. It's really good. Um, I've got a few different choices here for him. Okay, I'm gonna go with which one is he gonna enjoy the most? No, don't pick that one. Um, <laughs> which one is he most likely to play? Okay, I'm going to go with uh, To the Moon. Oh, 
To the Moon play that. is a yeah. heartfelt little game. I, I thought that's actually what you were going to pick when you were talking about 16-bit. It was 16-bit, wasn't it? Well, yeah. it looks well, like it. It's, yeah. it's that style, but it's, there's more uh, bits now. Nice little story. It's a quick playthrough. Uh, I think you'll enjoy it a lot. So Elliot's got a two and three chance to cry. <laughs> yeah. All oh, right. Basically, hey, Metroid really. Fusion could be a tragedy. All right. All right uh, so, so how does this work? So if you roll do- a one, if you roll a one, you get my game, Valiant Hearts. Okay. So you're two. always one, even though I went first. Okay. Yeah, I'm always one. You're always two. Steve is always three. That's how it works. Okay. So roll a one, you get Valiant Hearts. Roll a two, you get Metroid Fusion. You roll a three, you get to the moon. All right. Let's do it. Can't see. To the moon. Scrolled. Okay. To the moon. Not playing anything <laughs> on the flight. <laughs> <laughs> it's not on. It's not on like the App Store, is it? No. It's no. Just... Oh, you actually, know? actually, it might be on iPhone, is it? Um, actually, I think it might actually have been released on the iPhone, so it might. I'll buy it. That's a lot of actually there, Josh. I'll check it. <laughs> actually, it might. Actually, I think actually might have actually. <laughs> it happened. Sorry, I I started skipping. <laughs> Yep. Isn't it? It is. I best say I feel like I saw it on there. Good stuff. Well, there you go. Okay, All Elliot. Right. No or excuses. If you, or or if you had like, you know, the crappiest laptop ever, you could play it. Yeah. This is <laughs> yeah, fantastic, by the way. Laptop. You are going to be sobbing your eyes out on an international flight. I can't wait for this. <laughs> I am looking forward to this. All right. All right, Steve O, you're up. Okay, uh, what am I picking for myself? Um, I'm going to pick something that's a little longer, but it's also long overdue. I am picking Half-Life 2. <laughs> I know, Get I'm you. in disgrace that that's I've never played it. I'll go next, Ellie. You get some time to think about it. This is the only game that you had on your list that I had played. I'm not going to lie. I picked a pretty short game on his list, and I was really worried he was going to go the same route and pick the one I picked for him. So I'm glad it was you and not me. What have you got for me, Josh? All right. So another one that you got on your list is Bastion. Ah, yeah. It's a, it's not mm. terribly long, but it's a fun little game you could probably play in a probably a couple days. Um, I think you'll enjoy it. A little action, little uh, probably not as the same level as Doom, but I think you'll enjoy it. Yep, got a, it's got a good story and narration too. You'll like it. Yeah, yeah. I, I played maybe the first couple of levels, and the the narration is really funny. It's, it's yeah, it's a good hook. The kid just wailed for a while, <laughs> or raged for a while, or whatever. All right, Ellie, you think of anything? Any luck, Ellie? Yeah, yeah. So I narrowed it down to two. Is it, and is it gonna... Jack Lumber? Is it Jack? L- say Jack Lumber. Is it Jack Lumber. Jack Lumber. So I can't recommend it personally. <laughs> um, I narrowed it down to two, and I'm doing you a goddamn favor because one of them is about to be remade for PS4. So I'll let you play that version instead. Okay. Instead of, and that was so, uh, Shadow of the Colossus. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. I appreciate that because that one was tough. I tried playing that. Yeah. So we're left with uh, Arkham Origins. Arkham Origins. Nice one, Elliot. Yeah. Okay. I, I can, love that I one. It's it. my personal favorite of the series. I really liked it. I've heard the story is really good. I was actually planning to hold off playing it till Christmas. Because <laughs> isn't it set around Oh, Christmas yeah. It's a Christmas game for sure. Yeah. Playing it with snow falling outside kind of thing. Um, 
Yeah. But, okay. No, I can I can roll with this. Just wear a Santa okay. hat while you while you play it. <laughs> okay. All right, Steve. So if you if you if you roll a one, you get Bastion. If you roll a two, you get Arkham Origins. And if you roll a three, you get uh the hell you picked. Half Life Two. Half Life Two. Yes. Oh man, please be okay. Half Life Two. You need this. There's the <laughs> no bad options there. He's got to not play a classic for once. Okay. What did he get? Oh, you rolled Bastion. a one. Bastion. 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 Okay. Maybe Elliot little... doesn't get to pick anything again. I know. <laughs> have you still not hit one? No. None of my picks have gone uh, two roulettes in a row now. Poor Elliot. Okay, Elliot, I'll tell you what. Um, I've got something special for you. Oh, yeah, uh, the surprise. Oh, the see, surprise. It, can, it, it can roll a two. I just want to let you know that. <laughs> Indeed. Okay, so I've got a little something for you to put put a smile on your face. Can you can you still hear me here? I'm leaning down, picking up a box. Um, Speaking of Christmas, so what the hell's it like a lockbox or what? We should start posting videos of our chats on YouTube. <laughs> Elliot, I picked up a little game called. Uh, Mario Kart. Ooh. Mario Kart 8. Uh, for, so for Switch? For... No I way! Knew I knew it. I told no it. No way! <laughs> Immediately what I thought. Okay, yes. for those of you listening to the podcast yes. you cannot see, I'm holding up a Nintendo <laughs> Switch. To our <laughs> I held you get made, one. Which has made all the more joyous by the fact that I have been abusing Josh on social media recently for talking about how he's going to pick up a Nintendo Switch. Because as everyone knows, I feel Nintendo's are, Nintendo are a bunch of useless bastards. They can't even provide enough consoles for a human being to buy a Nintendo Switch. I was, I was just as hyped as Josh was about... Um, Mario plus rabbits, except for the name. Obviously, that's still yeah. And, and you didn't think to buy two of them. And <laughs> let me pay. And Mario and Mario Odyssey. And uh, so Josh was talking about how he's gonna have to pick up a Switch. And I was telling him, don't buy anything from Nintendo because they wouldn't produce enough <laughs> NES classics. And, and they, I knew Steve the moment he could get one was gonna get one. And, and then when he I said he had a surprise. When he when you said you had a surprise, I was sitting there going, "He's got a fucking switch." <laughs> I never thought that. How did you get it? Did you order it online, or did you? So I was just doing a little googling, and I was thinking, you know, if, if I can find one, I'll pick it up for the laugh. And what what came up? <laughs> what, what came up? But a bundle uh, for five hundred bucks, and I hate myself. What am I doing spending this <laughs> amount of money? I'm a terrible human. You got but, Zelda again. <laughs> so I got Zelda again, but at least I can trade in the Wii U version, and I can trade in a few games for the Wii U. And True. came with a. Uh, oh, you needed that uh, pro controller, pro or you can, or you can so send that, that copy to your best friend Josh. Oh, have you got a Wii U? No, I meant the Switch version. Ah, <laughs> Since you have a Wii U. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so I've got a couple of controllers here. Uh, so Nisha was talking about how she might be willing to play play a bit of Mario Kart if I was to happen to pick it up. So that was yes. uh, that was uh. another excuse in my mind. So uh, great for relationships. So the so bundle had the Switch, the two games, and the controller. Switch the two games, the controller, and uh, a Mario Kart. Uh, I said Mario like an American. Did you hear that? I usually say Mario. <laughs> Mario Kart. No, it's Mario. Uh, yeah. And it's got a case. Yeah, a, a Mario okay. Kart case. You need the case. Uh, 
Uh, you got so you got everything I have for my Switch. Literally, I have nothing more for it seriously? than the Switch, <laughs> Mario Kart, Zelda, and a case and a Pro Controller. I have to say that <laughs> I can't wait to get off this stupid podcast so I can go play this game. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Wow, well, what so, a great surprise. I didn't see that coming for a mile. That's awesome. I don't know how you missed it. <laughs> Congratulations. It's a great purchase. I'm a terrible um, person. What am I doing spending my money on this stuff? <laughs> and it's funny, like they had that story today. Nintendo responded about all the shortages and they're like, it's definitely not intentional. And then Steve goes out and finds one. <laughs> of course. Of course he does. But they admitted so that the NES Classic was intentional. That they limited it intentionally? Their words were, we should have communicated better that it was a limited run console. That's like, this is what I'm saying. Never buy anything from Nintendo. (laughs) He says, (laughs) smugly. God damn it, Steve. I know. I'm I'm the worst. But Elliot, (laughs) so just to confirm, you have Mario Kart on Switch? Let's play some Mario Kart. I'll, I'll see you on there in about 15 minutes. <laughs> yeah, you will. I was about to I ask if you guys wanted you. to play Rocket League, but... <laughs> okay. Awesome. All right, let's wrap up the episode. I think we have gone on long enough. Steve-O, how can everyone find you? Uh, on Twitter at RBPSteve-O. Sounds good. How about you, Josh? <laughs> I'm also on Twitter at RBPJosh. All right. Um, you can also follow me at RBP Elliot. You can follow the official podcast um, Twitter account, which is at RBP cast. And you can uh, check out our website, ratherbecast.com, where there's a lot more links to Twitch, YouTube, Facebook and all that other stuff. Um, yeah, I think that about wraps it up. We will uh, see you guys in two weeks now. We're back to our normal schedule. Yep. Um. Uh, what are you guys working on next week? We're out of town. Anything exciting for you, Steve-O? Uh, a couple of trips, actually. Heading to Pittsburgh uh, with my girlfriend for a good friend's wedding. So that's my first time heading up to Pittsburgh. Looking forward to nice. that. Uh, hopefully get a bit of sunshine for it. And then I'm in Chicago for 4th of July, which is awesome. A lot of people who used to be on living in dc have now moved out that way so gonna be yeah. catching up with a lot of people i haven't seen in a little while gonna be good times chicago's uh, one of my favorite cities and elliot uh, you're heading off to japan yeah um amy's got a conference in sapporo in the northernmost island and then we're gonna extend that and uh hang out in tokyo and kyoto for a bit see some old friends that uh are still there from when we lived there uh 10 Excellent. years ago now Excellent. It's going to be great. And Josh, you'll be in Korea. Yeah. The, completely my, unrelated. And uh, yeah, my little brother, sta- my little brother stationed out there with the army. And uh, so, and it's almost like my second hometown really. <laughs> um, yeah. You so, grew and, up there. Yeah. The, and the, so the wife's never been, so we're going to take her along and uh, see what she thinks. And it should be interesting. Fantastic. Korea is awesome as well. Is yeah. it Seoul? Uh, south of Seoul, but, we'll, but okay. it's, it's nearby enough that we can take the subway. So. Nice, nice. Enjoy, lads. Um, I still haven't been to Asia. I'm, I'm very jealous, but it's a good place. Yeah. Um. So we'll be playing these games eventually. Um, I guess when we get back <laughs> at some point. And the next, 
the next episode you'll you'll notice when you start watching it when you start listening to it that we recorded it like a month ago <laughs> so i don't know i don't know how it worked out this way but we determined that this was the best way to do things so it's it, it was recorded before even e3 and all that but it, it's a fun one we, we just kind of it's nice and evergreen we touch on a few different yeah. topics you'll still enjoy yes I actually haven't heard so, it. I haven't listened to it since we recorded it. So <laughs> should probably do that for us. I don't know if I can give me some. Give me it, something yeah. to listen to on the it plane. Might be terrible. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> all right, guys. Uh, all right. So coming up next will be the uh, the spoiler discussion on Firewatch that we're going to move to the end here. Um, so stick around for that if you want to see what we thought about the more the finer details of the story. Um, spoiler of the spoiler alert. We all really liked it. <laughs> but uh that's about all i've got to say yeah so for everybody out there play your games because they're not going to play themselves see you guys that's later good thanks guys Adios. see you later so we're gonna get into a few spoilers here for firewatch talk about a little more in depth about the story and our reactions to it and i guess i'm gonna start off from right at the start it it opens with uh, a kind of text adventure interface almost. Yeah. It's yeah. breaking down Henry's story, telling you about his his struggles with his wife's illness. I, I believe it was um, Alzheimer's. Is yeah. Is that right, yeah. Elliot? Yeah. And he's finding it hard to take care of her and her family step in and take her back to, is it Australia? Australia, Australia yeah. And it's so well written and it's so really sad. And when I started playing it, I thought that this was going to be the game. Yeah, I did too. (laughs) And what I really liked, but it was, but it was interspersed with you walking through the thing. So, I mean, it it was just setting it up. Yeah. I wasn't sure what that was at first. Like I thought it was here is he's just going for a walk in the woods because his life with his wife is so hard and yeah but it was i didn't realize that was present day and it was going into his backstory which is not just going into his backstory but is having you like create it yeah. um I've, I've been through that intro twice and i chose different things and but it doesn't the, change too much the, mm. the end result is the same but how yes. you get there is different which is right they, I, it was more the the, the the changes were more substantial than i expected i thought it was just gonna be like yeah. Game of Thrones telltale like it really didn't matter but it 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 matters to a point and then it all you know it comes Well I think through. I think the only thing after the intro text that matters that changes anything is the picture <laughs> that you see that is drawn on the mm-hmm. sketchbook mm-hmm. which by the way not ex- yeah. not ready not really ready for that <laughs> I wasn't expecting happened. the dong no <laughs> Yeah but I mean it was, it, it was fine. I was just was it was just I was not expecting it. Um, and I couldn't remember when I saw the dog because I picked the non dong picture the first time, and then I when the dong picture came, I did too. So I have no idea what you're okay. talking oh, about I, right I, now. I, I definitely. <laughs> what are you talking dong. about right now, guys? Did we play the same game? <laughs> so at the, the very picture. beginning, it, it, in one of the in one of the choices you get, it's like you can choose to that when to have your wife draw a picture of you, and the options are like. I don't know, a big burly guy or like a it's like flex adopt. man, like a manly guy or yeah. or oh, yeah, it's, like it's, a sexy Victoria's Secret. Yeah, 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 pose. yeah. And if you do the Victoria's Secret model pose, uh, which I think is the one that I picked because that's. The yeah, one. And, that's the dong it, one. It, 
Yeah, it shows you the picture that you get, and it's a little, uh, it's like a cartoonish fat guy with a or a naked fat guy in the picture. And it's just interesting. It was yeah. funny. I was just was not ready for it. It made me um, go like, wait, I don't, I couldn't remember what it shows you when you don't pick the dog <laughs> picture now because <laughs> it's jumped out at me. And I guess at the time I didn't realize that that's what the picture was supposed to be until I got the oh, dog really? one. I thought that was pretty obvious. I mean, but, once uh, I got the dong, I knew what it was, what they were doing. <laughs> but once you, so once you actually kind of, once you kind of get going into the story and, and Henry starts talking to Delilah or, or once he starts opening up, up to Delilah, that this was kind of when it starts getting interesting is because he, you know, he's never actually met this woman, um, but she's sitting there, he's sitting there confiding in her. And then eventually Delilah does kind of open up in reverse. <clears throat> that but was, that was one thing that, uh, I, I thought was the least natural part of the dialogue. It was how cold they were, how cold cold Henry was to her when he first gets there. I felt like it was unnecessary and it was a way to like start his arc further back and show how much their relationship grows. Well, I don't think so much. I mean, because I mean, he took the job basically just to get away. He didn't take it because he was happy about becoming a fire, uh, a, a fire watchman. He yep. just wanted to get the hell away from everything. And I get that. He's obviously and he bitter was, and he's angry about his how, how his life is turning out right now. And, and he's, so he's probably feeling guilty. He's not going to start flirting or you know, I, I trying to think chat up this girl immediately when she starts talking even, to him over a walkie talkie. But he's not even cordial with her. He's just like, hello. Isn't that go? to do with your responses? Bye. Well, to be fair, she's really? also kind of uh, she's also kind of a prick when you first meet her too on the on the walkie talkie. But she's she admits that she's drunk and she was just like fucking around well, right. with you. Well, yeah, but I mean, as a first impression, <laughs> it doesn't really get off on the best foot. Yeah, but I mean, you could tell she was lighthearted about it. She didn't seem, and he was just like having none of it. Like I don't know, he does mention I just hiked through the woods for two days, lady. Like leave me alone. But, yeah, but I don't know. You're firstly like, on the. His it's whole mentality is, what the hell am I doing here? But it's his first day on the job, too. And he took this job and he's talking to someone who's technically his boss or a superior of some kind. And he's just like, fuck off. You know, you'd think he'd at least been like, thanks. Is there anything else I need to know? But well, yeah, he's but just the, like, like, the first leave me alone. Well, I think one of the first off. questions she asks him is, so what's wrong with you? <laughs> yeah. And he doesn't really react to that. He's just like, whatever, fuck off. I right. think well, he, what's what's he going to say that he's out here because he's having serious like, problems with his wife and he doesn't know how to do it. Yeah. Like that's a hard yeah. thing to talk about. I kind of understand his reaction. Yeah, that's true. He was just being defensive. I don't know it. Like I went through it twice and both times it, it, it was the only part that I was like, why are you being such a dick? But, <laughs> but every part after that, I'm like, I, you know, is a response I could have seen myself giving or could have seen someone else giving as a natural response, but just, just that very first interaction seemed unnecessarily. Um, You're clearly yeah. too nice to to douchey strangers. I'm, I'm a nice fucking guy. <laughs> I'm very friendly. Yeah, and, so, and as they, but it, obviously they warm up as the, as the story progresses, and you know, and there there's definitely bouts where there you know there's hints of flirting and things like that. I mean, nothing ever really happens, but they're mostly because things just start going off the goddamn rails. Yeah, but it's uh, you get the I idea mean, that there could be something there. I think, I think it's, I think it's implied. I don't think it really matters either way. Cause to me, the whole, the whole theme of the story is, is just, is escapism. Yeah. And yeah. that even though you're going and you're escaping from, from your, you know, your life and doing all this stuff. And this kind of is how the ending made sense to me was that you still have to go back and confront it. 
And so the the biggest the biggest thing that I thought was and I and I sat there for a while at the after the ending because uh, I, I thought it was just a really interesting tie. I thought that I thought it tied up everything just fine. I mean, there's some open ended stuff like does he go back to his wife or things like that? I mean, but it's yeah. I don't think it matters. Yeah. But, and but, the ending, of course, is that he never gets to meet this person. Right. That mm-hmm. Potentially, he really wants to or potentially he's wondering what if is this really what I need? And is this really? But again, it's is this him trying to escape? Is it this him just trying to use something to run away from his real life, which you can't do or which, yeah. you know, you shouldn't do? It's well, not- and it, it parallels the uh, the other two characters in the story. There's, uh, you know, Brian Goodwin and, Ned and his father, Ned, you know, I mean, so, you know, Brian was a kid with his father who was out in the out in the woods. And eventually, Brian, it's heavily implied that he accidentally tripped and fell. There's nothing. Nothing really t- saying out out overtly that Ned killed his son. Even Ned, when you finally confront him over the radio, Ned says it, it was an accident. He slipped and fell. And I believe him. I don't think that's yeah. I don't think that's something you really need to read into. I mean, um, you could though. Like, it, and even if he didn't murder his kid, he could have. It sounded like he was an indoorsy kind of kid, and Ned wanted him to be more of a cave diver and pushed maybe he pushed him into it like you can do it you can get down this cave and the kid slips and dies and then well yeah but still that's still because he didn't tell the police he went and hid like there's enough of a doubt in there so that's that's kind of what i was thinking though i think i think ned's story is like a perfect parallel to henry's ned's life sucks now because his son's dead so he escapes and just sits there and lives in the woods but he never confronts goes back to confront it so he's this madman who's sitting there trying to mess with you and Delilah the entire time, trying to keep it a secret, slowly going more and more crazy while he's there. Um, and it's just it's it's the opposite of well, not necessarily the opposite, but just a kind of a foil to Henry, who, you know, he's escaping in the same situation, not necessarily because his son's dead, but because his wife is deathly. Well, not deathly. Well, I guess Alzheimer's is, is terminal, but um, mm-hmm. <laughs> his, his, his wife is, you know, severely ill. But eventually, you know, he realizes I need to go back. So it's just a little dichotomy there. For me, actually, the story of Brian and Ned was the one part where I was a little disappointed. I don't know if it's because I didn't wander off the beaten track enough to maybe pick up on some of the other things. I picked up on a few of the hints, and but I did think it was a bit rushed to go from where you know who this guy is to... There's a dead body there uh, that it it just felt a bit rushed to me when so much time had been taken before. Mm-hmm. So that was my only problem with the game as a whole. Are you I, talking I about like just, the, the day skips? Yeah. And just because you weren't learning that much about them until you find Brian's body. You, yeah. you, well, you know, because so you learned a, a bit early on like you find the backpack delilah is the one that gives you all the backstory up to that point on you know like oh yeah brian what a good kid you know and, and ned his father i don't really know what's going on with him but he seemed okay they were always out here camping and hiking and, and the like um i i think most of the most of the stuff you find and actually yeah i think you do find that before you find the body so you find the hyatt before before the body yeah, yeah so, so you find so, most of that stuff there Again, maybe because uh, I picked I up everything still, and looked at it. <laughs> <laughs> I picked up most of the things yeah. on my way as well. But what I didn't find, for example, was 
the the things that you were potentially getting sidetracked by or or getting uh made paranoid by you were thinking that you were being watched at first and that storyline essentially was brought to a halt if you had found uh deer and you had found the tags on the deer and you had read <laughs> that or you had realized that the journals that you had read where you thought you were being studied and Delilah was being studied was actually deer being studied. Oh, I, I so. never saw that. Yeah, okay, so none of you found that deer. either. No. Tags on the deer? Yeah, I missed that part. So right up to the point where you uh, realize it's Ned who has been messing with you, you still thought the same thing. You thought it was basically, it could have been anyone. Well, because you, you do find the the pages and stuff about, Del- you know, of Delilah and Henry. H and D. All it says is H and D, though. No, so so those, and that was in the little, uh, the scientific tents, you know, where they're yeah. studying stuff. That was yeah. deer. That was deer that were being studied. And if you had wandered off the beaten path in a certain direction that you weren't meant to go to, that there was nothing there, there was actually a deer that you could find with a tag that you would have matched up to those books uh-huh. and it so it wow it's, you you said josh that you found the turtle and i can't remember whether i found the turtle or not but there was stuff off the beaten path right if you are the type of person to just go explore and, and i normally am which is why i said I'm, I'm i'm almost disappointed myself that i missed some stuff because i normally yeah. am the kind of person that explores the hell out of things but i think i, I was just in a rush to try and finish it this game yeah i just kind of beelined it from like checkpoint to checkpoint yeah, I, I tend to go even, for I, them. I was just gonna say I, I picked up notes, but I didn't even read them. Like I just skipped. I was like, let's get to the next like story beat. Really? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no way. I I read yeah, everything that I came across, I, but I'm not. I I tend to try and look for the the main storyline if there is only a main storyline. You know, I wasn't expecting <laughs> side quests as, as such or side stories, but they were here to be found, which it it makes me think twice about how I'll go about playing a game like this next time. And definitely props to the Campo Santo guys for building it in that way. Well, I mean, but the thing is, though, you still were being watched. Yeah. So, I mean, it's not it's it's not like you were paranoid. You just were you were paranoid about the wrong thing for a large bit of time. But it makes. Oh, man, I'm so glad you said that, though, because the the whole shit with the tent and the the, the towers and the the satellites was just like, what the and I didn't on. work this out and it playing never the game. Wrapped up. Yeah. I, I heard another spoiler oh. cast of this, and that's the only reason I knew about it. Oh, this. okay. I thought Steve oh, was wow. for a second. No, no, I'm at <laughs> Josh. Deep. Au contraire. <laughs> <laughs> but now I gotta go find this fucking deer. <laughs> yeah, you certainly do. But, so, but for me, because I was so wrapped up in this idea that there was some kind of hidden enemy that I wasn't expecting. And then the story of Ned and Brian was, oh, no, it's this guy. Oh, no, it's this. That that was so much quicker than the buildup. I kind of yeah. wanted it to, you know, form in front of my eyes a little bit slower. I wanted to enjoy that section of the game. I wanted it to be a, a third act as long as the first or second act. And am I just imagining that it was much quicker, that it was over in the blink of an eye? Um, it, I mean, it was, I don't, it I was don't quicker, but I didn't mind it that much because it got so, and I didn't find the deer tags, but it got s- the, 
when you're thinking about what could be going on, the, the conspiracy angle got so ridiculous. It was astronomical. It was at this fever pitch of like, what could be going on? Is there some X-Files? Are they looking at aliens? And then it's like, oh, of course, it's something tangible. It's something that we've been hinted at this whole time. It's something yeah. that that is real. This is a real story with real people. Like, why was I thinking this? And I mean, it did wrap up quick at the end, but it, it wapped up like... Correctly, I thought. Yeah, yeah. And, it was and, satisfying. And it was, I mean, I think it was more the or less think, satisfying. Like, and, and I think the reason Stevo is kind of seeing, thinking that it started going going too quickly towards the end, there was just this. That's just, I mean, that's just general flow of a story. You've got the rising action all the way to the climax, and then the climax was you realize you talking to Ned on the on the radio. Yeah, I thought it was. Well, okay. The body. I, well, I guess the body. The body would probably be more of the climax, and you know, you're still there for, for a bit, and then once you're finally you've solved the mystery the denouement which is the falling action afterwards is you getting on is you trying to escape with from the fire yeah and and having that conclusion with delilah and then ultimately the revelation that okay i should go see my wife so 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 did either of you uh select the option (laughs) that you wanted to see delilah to ask her was it to ask her to stay i did i said I I, i don't remember what i picked but it was basically the option that said that maybe see maybe see you around kind of way something yeah. like that yes yeah, i think around. i picked I think the same it. thing yeah i said come At- come back to boulder and she was like go see your wife <laughs> i was like oh immediate <laughs> like, shut down yeah i, think, I should I think, probably do that i'm <laughs> I, I think it's nice though that she, you don't you don't actually change delilah at all delilah's her own person she's doing whatever yeah. she she, she does you're just kind of Which henry makes you like her even more <laughs> um Oh, did you guys do the developer tour? No, I no, meant to. Not I yet. around to doing it. So I, 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 played the, I played the first, I think, day on the developer tour, and it's really interesting. Um, Let's take a look. I like it a lot. It's it's uh, it's the Idle Thumbs guys and several other people that work at Camposanto. Um, yeah. Just giving their insight on each part, like what they were thinking, um, you know, the one of the earlier ones is like this is our first the first area we really developed and the first time we messed with interaction and um um they talk about the music as well the interactive music and how it works the the software that they use yeah um how it knows which parts of the music to play at different times and how it elicits emotional responses that way it's really it's just like all these tiny little parts that you don't even notice when you're playing it but they lend so much to the experience it's like it's really cool to see the what goes into this sort of thing because every now and then i'm like the the game was obviously in terms of most like compared to triple a games and stuff that we usually play pretty simple for the most part there's not combat really it's 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 a narrative but simple doesn't mean bad game yeah, and, and, and I don't mean to say that it wasn't extremely difficult to work on and it didn't take a lot of work and a lot of time by a team of very talented people. But it's it's one of those games that you look at and you're like, huh, I could totally do that if I just, if given enough time. And then you listen to this and you're like, there is no 
way I could even make like a tic-tac-toe <laughs> game. There's so much that goes into this. They have a team of dozens of people who are all like who've all worked on amazing games in the past and yeah. knew what they were doing and it was still really hard. I'm just like, fuck. Like <laughs> yeah. never mind. It it gives you a real appreciation for what goes into the, the process. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds like a, a good reason potentially for me to go back and give it another go. It's a great reason to uh to play it again, yeah, for sure. And it's it's like built into the game. It's not just like an audio track laid over. Like they they had these like radio stations that you uh, pick up the tape and listen. It's a walking. It's not. a walking. Okay. It's a walking tour. It's literally a walking tour. Like you, you pick up the cassette tapes where you want. But oh wow, I didn't yeah. realize it was built into the game like that. Yeah, it's awesome. It's, it's, it's interactive. It's really cool. But yeah, uh, it was great. Um, uh. I'm very excited mostly, maybe not mostly, but for a big reason being that it's the first game I finished in <laughs> well over a month and uh, it was a great ride all the way through. Um, yeah. Good time. I, def- I definitely enjoyed it. I mean, it was pretty great experience and I thought it was told a pretty great story. So I, I'm definitely glad I got around to actually touching on it. Yeah. yeah. But uh, so everybody if you're still around after listening to this uh thanks uh but we're uh, we're done for today now so take care we'll see you next time see you next thanks time. guys we'll see you later